Do you ever struggle with thoughts of feeling inadequate as a photographer? Perhaps you don't feel like your work is good enough or that you are worth charging more. Do you ever find yourself comparing your work to other photographers and just wishing that you were further along in your business and not understanding why you're feeling so behind? If so, my friend, you might be experiencing imposter syndrome. This is something that we all experience, whether you're a new photographer or an experienced photographer. There are times in our business where we feel inadequate and we feel less than. And in today's episode, I want to help you figure out how to work through these feelings. I'm not going to promise that these feelings will just disappear, but I am going to give you some strategies and tips of how you can work through this imposter syndrome when it feels so overwhelming. So if you're ready, let's jump right in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey there, Mama. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today to bring you a brand new episode all about a topic that I feel so energized to speak on. And the reason for that is because this is something that I think so many photographers struggle with silently, and they don't want to talk about it because they're just afraid of the next judgment, right? The next comparison from the next photographer. And I want you to know that this is a safe space. Here at the Purpose Gathering, I want you to feel empowered I want you to feel supported. And most of all, I want you to know that you are not alone in whatever you might be feeling. I know it can feel so overwhelming as a business owner and juggling raising a family that you can feel like you're the only one experiencing these things. But honestly, it's just because other people aren't talking about it. And I'm here today to bring up that awkward topic. Let's talk about it. If this is your first time listening to the show, I want to say welcome. My name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering. And I am so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you took a chance on a podcast because I know how hard it can be sometimes to set aside time to listen, and you want to make sure it's worth your time. And that's what I'm here for. I am here to bring you practical, actionable tips where you can get off the sidelines and actually start making waves. So I am so glad that you are here. 
In addition to this podcast, I also host a group coaching program called Side Hustler to CEO. And this is a great program for anybody who is ready to take their side hustle to the next level. Or perhaps you have been doing this as a full-time business, but you haven't been treating it like so. And that's what this program is for. It really helps you build the foundation in your business from the ground up in the correct order and helps you focus on one thing at a time. But the best part is that you have a community of other mom photographers who are going alongside the program with you. And then you have me as your dedicated mentor to be there to guide you and coach you every step of the way. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. And I can't wait to chat with you about the program and if it would be a great fit for you. I always like to take a minute to give you a little bit of personal background here, the let's get personal part of the podcast, because I want you to feel like you know me, I want to feel like we are friends, right? Like we are sitting down for a cup of coffee, and we're just chatting. So in this let's get personal section, I want to share something really personal with you guys. And I haven't shared this with a lot of people. But I think that it's something that we all secretly struggle with just like imposter syndrome. And that is our body image, right? And the way that we look and the way that we treat our body. Now without going on a huge tangent here, because I feel like I could. Um, basically, I have gained a lot of weight over the past couple of years, I have always been relatively thin. And I feel like that sort of makes me feel bad, like about talking about my weight, because, you know, in some people's eyes, I still am relatively thin, even though to me, I have gained 20 pounds, like over the past couple of years. And so I'm sharing that with you, because I know that there are a lot of you out there that are listening and that are feeling the same way. And I really want to share something that I have just started. It feels a little bit embarrassing, but I don't know why. So I'm just going to put it out there. I signed up for Weight Watchers. And I think I feel embarrassed by it because it's just such an old program that it feels like I'm an old woman, right? Um, But I want to share that with you guys, because if you guys are struggling, like I just started this week, and I'm already down five pounds. And I think mostly that might be water weight. But I also have just noticed that my cravings have gone down, that I feel more full. And it's really just about being mindful about what you're putting in your body. And it's a super simple point system. So instead of counting calories, you count points. And so there are a lot of zero point foods that you can eat. And then there's a lot of obvious, you know, junk food or, you know, just more fatty foods that do count as points. So it's just really been incredible. It's making me mindful. The whole reason behind this is really not just for weight loss. Of course, that's going to be a byproduct of this, right? But I really want to have this be a lifestyle change. I really want this to be something that I stick to forever. And I know that like tracking macros is really big too, tracking calories, like all of that, but that just, it doesn't work for me. So Anyways, I just want to throw that out there before I make this a whole episode about that, that it's something to try. It's something to consider. It's really inexpensive. And I have been loving watching YouTube videos. And potentially by the time you hear this episode, I will have been doing this program for several weeks because I am recording this several weeks in advance. And so, 
reach out to me if you have any questions. I'll give you updates on Instagram. You can always follow me over there. But I just wanted to give you this behind the scenes look at into my life because I know sometimes when you listen to podcast episodes, it's real great. You get some good information, but you don't really get to know the person who is talking to you. So I hope that you find this interesting and valuable. Okay, but let's dive into today's topic. Another really sensitive topic that is not talked about a ton. And that is the idea of imposter syndrome. And that is something that I feel like we all struggle with. Like I said in the intro, whether you're new or you've been in business for a while, it always creeps up on you. And so it's really a good idea to have some tools in your kit to know how to handle this, how to work through this, and how to not let it hold you back in your business. So we are going to walk through five different strategies that I want you to put in place anytime you're working through imposter syndrome. So number one is to learn to value yourself. There will always be people who don't value the price of your sessions. There will always be people who can't afford your sessions. And that in no way means that you are not worth what you are charging. I think it's really important if you don't have this as part of a regular practice is to practice journaling. Anytime I am dealing with imposter syndrome, it is so helpful for me to journal out all the feelings and not edit anything. Just pour out your heart in your journal. If you're a believer, I always recommend pouring out your heart to God in that same way with a journal. So I have a Jesus journal. It's called my Hey Jesus journal. And that's literally how I start every entry is Hey Jesus. And I just open up my heart and I speak. And I, I, I can't even tell you guys how many aha moments have come out of this, how many things I've uncovered that I never even knew were bothering me just because I started writing. And I didn't care if I spelled things right. I didn't care if I had correct punctuation. It was just a way to brain dump everything that was on my mind. And then I go back and I read it and I'm really able to pinpoint some things that I need to focus on. I also think it's really important to focus on gratitude. So anytime you're going through this feeling of, oh, I just don't feel good enough. I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. Whatever words are coming to your mind, I want you to take them captive. And I want you to instead turn it into gratitude. If Again, if you're a believer, I 100% recommend prayer. This is something that I really believe is underutilized. I feel like we as believers, especially like we can complain about things, we can vent about things, we can worry about things for so long before we take a moment and just pray. And so that is the first thing that I recommend is that you just pray through this. I have been doing this recently because I've just been like confused about certain things or, you know, this imposter syndrome still creeps into me as well. And so I will pray through it and just ask that God reveal to me what he wants me to learn in this moment. And then the final strategy I have for you in this section is to create a love list. Now, this love list is going to be your best friend. And you can create this as a note on your phone, 
or a card on your Trello board or wherever you want to keep this. And essentially what this is, it could even be like a folder on your phone where you save screenshots. But this love list is going to be any encouragement or testimonial or review that you get from clients. Could even be friends. Anything that someone sends you that it like just lifts your spirits and makes you so happy, I want you to take a screenshot of it and save it in this love list. Because when you are feeling that doubt creep in, when you are feeling like you're just not good enough and you're just not worth it and you're wondering how you can keep going, I want you to refer back to this and I want you to read the kind comments. I want you to read the people who have been touched by you, who have been blessed by you. And I want you to remember that there are more of those people out there and they need you. So learn to value yourself. You are so important. And when you shift your focus on who you are and what you offer and who you can serve and you remember those people who have worked with you and loved you, It makes this part a little bit easier. Okay, strategy number two is to lean on others for support. Okay, again, if you're a believer, don't forget the most important thing you can do. And that's allowing God in to your business, allowing him to guide and direct your steps. This is something that I have struggled with for a while. I I'm very diligent, I feel like, about my prayer life, and I try to read the Bible as often as I can, but like just sometimes I get real excited about my business and I forget to invite him as the CEO in my business. And like, really, I want him to guide and direct the business, and I want to be just fulfilling his mission. And so, This can be really hard. But what I have started to do is, again, take out my journal and just journal through the things that are on my mind and maybe like the areas in which I feel really confused about my business. Like, should I go this way or should I go that way? And I just pray about it. And I wait for that still small voice to let me know that I'm headed in the right direction. I also think it's really helpful to reach out to a trusted friend. And on the podcast, I've talked about this before, about having trusted advisors, like not just crowd surfing social media and Facebook and asking for people's opinions, because there's a time and a place for that. But when it comes to like real serious issues in your business, crowd surfing is not the answer. You want to reach out to someone that you can trust, someone that will give you the tough love, but someone that will be there to help support you when you just need a shoulder to cry on. You just need someone who will listen to what you have to say and will provide you with that support and encouragement. And finally, it's so important that you find a community of people who get what it's like. So I personally struggled for so many years with imposter syndrome. And I so wish that I had a community that I could have turned to during this time. And I think it's important that you have someone who gets what you're going through. And so back in 2019, I didn't have a community of photographer friends, 
or just mom business owner friends in general. I had a lot of mom friends, I had a lot of business owner friends, but I didn't have, I I don't even think I could think of more than one or two that did both. And I just so desperately needed that community. So that is actually how the Purpose Gathering was born. We started as a meetup community. And I'm actually going to be bringing those meetups back. I miss them so much. And starting at the beginning of the new year, I'm going to be bringing these back. And I'm going to be alternating between hosting events for mom photographers, and then also hosting a monthly event for mom business owners in general, because I feel like there is such a need for this. So find this community in your area or create a community. And it doesn't have to be something big. It can be just two to three other photographers that you meet with or two to three other business owners that you can create a small community with. In addition to finding a local community, I also recommend joining our online community called the Purpose Gathering Mamas. It's a totally free Facebook group where you can come feel poured into, encouraged, and supported, and just have a really great network of people who you can lean on when you are feeling this imposter syndrome creep in. Sometimes all it takes is just knowing you're not alone. Having other people share their stories and what has worked for them can just help really encourage you. And that's what that Facebook group is for. So you can join over at thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. Next, let's chat about strategy number three, which is to replace jealousy with praise. I can't tell you how many times I got on Instagram and saw a fellow photographer totally crushing it when I was having the worst day ever and comparing myself to this particular photographer and just feeling crushed. Like the imposter syndrome might have been a little bit there when I got on Instagram, but when I left, like, oh man, it was intense. I don't know if you can relate to this, but man, there are just so many times where Instagram just kills your confidence. And I've dealt with this so many times. And so one thing that I feel like has really helped me in this area is to channel this jealousy into praise. And so anytime I am feeling jealous, I will reach out to that particular person that I'm feeling jealous of And I will let them know how much I admire them. I will point out all the areas in which I feel they're crushing it. And I will compliment them and just let them know that I think they're doing an incredible job. And when I do this, my feelings of jealousy really start to dissipate. I also think it's really helpful to journal through your thoughts when you're feeling jealous, like, actually write down the person that you're feeling jealous of, write down the things that you wish you had that they didn't. Like these things just really help you pinpoint the areas in which you're struggling because imposter syndrome comes from, it stems from so many different things. But I think one of the most important ones is that jealousy piece, that comparison piece, when we see what everybody else is doing all the time, it just makes it that much more apparent 
of what we're not doing. And so I think that it's really important to figure out where those feelings coming from. Get really curious and ask those tough questions. And don't be afraid to bring this up with one of your trusted friends. I'm going back to that step because I think that's really important. The next strategy is similar to replacing jealousy with praise, and that is to stay in your own lane. So we talked about how we can compare ourselves and we can get really down on ourselves and we can feel as though everyone else is doing what we want to be doing. But it's really important to remember that you can't compare what you see on Instagram to be the whole story. And I know you know this, we've we've heard the highlight reel a billion times. It's so like, you know, overused and overdone and cliche, but it's true. And I think that's why it's talked about so much is that social media, Instagram in general is a highlight reel. People typically don't get on there and talk about their worst day. They don't talk about the client that ghosted them. They don't talk about the, you know, bathroom moment where they're laying on the bathroom floor crying because they literally don't know how they're going to pay their bills. I mean, people don't talk about that much on Instagram, right? And like, you don't know what these people are sacrificing to show up the way that they are on Instagram. You don't know what they're sacrificing to find that type of success in their business. We can never compare ourselves to that reality because that's just not the whole picture, if that makes sense. I can think of one specific photographer who I used to be so envious of. I loved her photography. I loved how she was showing up in the world. I loved all the opportunities that she got. She had the opportunity to photograph so many gorgeous weddings. And it was just, it was really a a difficult thing for me to see, quite honestly, because I was just so every time I saw her account pop up, I was just instantly jealous and instantly envious and instantly just wishing like, why can't my business be like hers? And then one day, I stopped hearing about her husband, I stopped seeing her husband in all of her pictures and all of her stories. And she ended up getting divorced. And it's one of those things that's like, you never know, you never know what's going on. And it's just really important to remember that. So another way that you can stay in your own lane is to mute accounts. And this is the one time I recommend it's okay to do this. Like normally I would recommend really digging into the heart issue behind why you need to mute an account. But when you are going through some severe imposter syndrome and you are having a hard time just getting through the day because you're feeling so inferior compared to these people, I think it's absolutely okay to mute these accounts and set a time limit. So don't mute them forever, but just mute them for a certain amount of time and just see how your heart changes in that time. And I think I also want to really point out that you should only be comparing yourself to who you once were. So I think it's really valuable to look back at your growth over the past few years and see how far you've come. And if you are not growing exponentially each and every year, then figure out why and create a plan based on that. Don't allow 
other people's lives and other people's businesses to hold you back from living your own life and from building the business that you love and that you dream of. Because honestly, in this entrepreneurial world, especially in the photography industry, there are so many different types of businesses and you get to choose what your business looks like. And that's what's so cool about being a business owner. You get to choose your revenue. You get to choose how many hours you work. You really get to be specific and don't compare your business to someone else. Now, I say that with the jealousy part, right? Like, I don't want it to become so deep that you're jealous of this person or that it's holding your business back. But I do think that there is value in being inspired by other business owners. But I feel like there's a very different feeling of being inspired by someone and feeling jealous of them. And so I think that's a huge differentiating factor here that I want to point out. And the final strategy that I want to touch on in today's episode to work through imposter syndrome is to become the expert. And you might hear that and be like, wow, that's a lot of work. Like, that's just like, you just summed up one thing in one phrase that's going to take me a lot of work, Ash. I, I get it. But I'm speaking from personal experience because anytime I've ever experienced this imposter syndrome, there's always been this layer of me not feeling confident in a certain area. And so the question that I want you to be thinking about right now, that I want you to answer at the end of this episode and send me a DM over on Instagram is what area do I not feel confident in when it comes to photography? Is it posing? Is it booking clients? Maybe that sales process of like trying to sell your services feels really daunting Maybe it's the editing portion that you just don't feel confident in your editing skills. Maybe it's pricing, like whatever in your business right now, you're just kind of feeling a little bit clueless about. This is really where I want you to start focusing on. Figure out what you can do in order to become an expert in that area so that you feel more confident. So let's say that you are lacking in business skills and maybe you really just want the roadmap for figuring out how to run a successful photography business. Maybe you just feel really scattered about that. Hiring a coach is the best thing that you can do in that moment because that's someone who's going to give you the fast track, who's going to tell you, I've been there, I've done that. And that is what the Side Hustler to CEO program does. That is what it is for. I designed it to be everything that I wish I would have known 10 years ago, actually 12 years ago when I started my my photography business. So hiring a coach is something that can be so impactful. I, to this day, if I am struggling in a certain area, I hire someone. That's the first thing I do because sure, I can watch YouTube videos, I can listen to podcasts, I can take free master classes, but that's going to take so much time and energy and effort to sift through all the noise and all the fluff to just maybe get a few 
gems, right? But when I hire someone that knows what they're doing, they're giving me straight to the point, no fluff, this is what you need to do kind of information. And that's what I'm looking for. Let's say you're uncomfortable with posing. This could be something where you grab a posing course, something that is specified and specific to posing. Maybe you grab some friends and you practice on them until you feel more confident and you practice flow posing. And if you haven't heard of flow posing before, this is something that's just really awesome. You basically memorize posing for each session. So let's say that you are a family photographer and that's your niche. You're going to have your flow poses that you do kind of like your safe shots, then you're going to have some action shots, then you're going to have some fun shots, whatever your flow posing looks like, you're going to create a guide and take that guide with you when you are learning your flow posing. I don't think it makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. I think it makes you look like someone who does know what they're doing because you're like, hey, these are the poses that I want and I want to make sure that I get them. I think that is so key. I think we get in our heads so much of how people are going to perceive us. But honestly, if the flow posing guide is what helps you, use it. Don't let that hold you back. Don't let that make you look like you don't know what you're doing because honestly, sometimes I still do that. And I've been in the business for over 12 years and people love it because I am prepared. I execute. There's no awkward silence. There's no like, you know, stress on my face as I'm trying to figure out the next pose. Like I just have it. And once you've done that flow posing so much, it becomes second nature. And then you won't need that little reference guide anymore. I want you to put yourself in your ideal client's shoes and I want you to get curious. What would they need or want from a photographer? This is really important too, because when you put yourself in your ideal client's shoes and you become the expert at what they need, you feel so much more confident when you are selling to them because you know that you have the solution to their problem. When you step into your client's shoes and you get curious you become so much more confident when you are speaking to them on social media because you know what their pain points are. So it's incredibly important that you step into this expert status, figure out where you're feeling stressed, figure out where you are feeling like you are lacking and do something about it, right? You hear me talk about this all the time in my podcast, get off the sidelines and take serious action. That is the only way that you are going to step out of this imposter syndrome. And finally, the last strategy or the last tip here, it's so simple, just practice, right? We all start somewhere as photographers and the more and the more that you practice something, the more it becomes second nature. And so I hope that you have found value in today's episode. We talked about so much here today, but I want to go back through and just cover those five strategies for working through imposter syndrome one more time before we go. Number one, learn to value yourself. Number two, lean on others for support. Number three, replace jealousy with praise. Number four, Stay in your own lane. And number five, become the expert. 
All right, my friend, I am so excited to hear how you plan to move forward with this episode. I want you to please take a moment, screenshot this episode, share it on an Instagram and tag me at the purpose gathering, and then shoot me a DM and let me know which area are you feeling like you need more competence? I want to hear from you. I want to know what that area is. And then I want you to let me know what your next action step is. What are you going to do? Which one of these strategies are you going to try first? As always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.